gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be ever pleasing in your sight. You are our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Do you have enough? Enough what? Enough anything. Do you have enough time? Or do you feel like time is running away from you like sand in an hourglass? Enough health? Or is that creak in your knee just another spoiling reminder of age? Enough money? Or enough love? Enough. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. The commandments are dropped right into the laps of this world. Because in the end, these commandments promise something like freedom. And if it isn't the land of Egypt that we are being delivered from, it's probably the land of not enough. And yet the irony is that for many people, the Ten Commandments have been anything but a liberating word. I still remember being in high school down in Alabama when old Judge Roy Moore wanted to keep the Ten Commandments in his courthouse. You guys remember this? He lost in this battle and he had to remove the monument. This monument that weighed 5,300 pounds or just over 500 pounds per commandment. Judge Moore then lugged this hefty monster around from one public appearance to another on the back of his flatbed truck. He traveled all over the southeast. Whenever Judge Moore returned to Alabama, there was this huge news broadcast, and they would get this massive crane. One person said it was a 57-foot yellow I-beam crane that would stoop to lift the commandments from its chariot the flatbed truck, and even this five-ton crane buckled trying to lift this sucker. Now, what a burden to lift these commandments. Never mind all ten of them. Try just one, all 500 pounds of it. Sadly, I think that's the way the Ten Commandments often come to us in the Christian church as something that we could never lift on our own. And so God gives us the five-ton crane called Jesus to help us out. But I don't think this view is totally wrong. I do want to question it a little bit this morning because it does miss an important point about the Ten Commandments. And it's this. God meant the Ten Commandments as a gift. They're a good thing. They were meant to bless and sanctify and open up Israel's future. They weren't burdens to be carried. They were meant to be lived, to be written on the heart, to be a perpetual reminder that God promises to deliver his people. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of not enough. Think about the fourth commandment. It's about the Sabbath. Now, we can all take a breath. We're doing pretty good on this one so far. Um, and yet, the Sabbath is much more than just going to church. It's meant to induce something beyond and stronger than just a guilt about sleeping in. 
It addresses our whole relationship to time. How do you experience time? One of the most common refrains I hear is someone who says, I've got all these plates spinning. We all do this. I do this. I say yes to everything. And part of this busyness gives us a sense of importance. Another part is that we live in a competitive world that says run or be overrun. I still remember showing up to my spiritual director's office all out of breath, talking to her, trying to impress her with all the great things I was doing. I have like no time on my hands, I said. She took my hands and said, I think these hands could use some time on them. Honor the Sabbath. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. I give you these 10 commandments as a gift. I know you no longer live in Egypt, God says, and it's my deep desire that Egypt will no longer live in you. Here are 10 commandments to help heal your heart from Egypt's ways. Take the seventh commandment about adultery. Isn't this a command us? a commandment to remind us that one person is enough. Adultery says relationships and people exist for our own fulfillment and need. But this seventh word reminds us that one person is more of a mystery than any of us could ever expect to plumb in one lifetime. This other mind, heart, imagination, set of desires and experiences is a mystery that no amount of time can close down. There's always more to say. When there isn't, you're just with them and that's when the mystery is deepest. To a world that says something like marriage is a huge, unnatural, emotionally messy undertaking, the seventh commandment says, yeah, but it's also a mystery, and it's a gift, and one is more than enough. We could go through each commandment with an eye towards not enough. We won't do that, not enough time, but I'll just look at one more, the third commandment, all about the Lord's name in vain. This one is so hard. You are watching the football game and your team is sucking wind and then that golden opportunity comes along and they blow it. You spill a cup of coffee on your shirt as you hit a pothole or you are on hold with the cable company and the voice of the operator comes back on and says, we so value your service. I'm just going to put you on hold for a few more hours and then proceed to not answer your question. And if you're like me, you take God's name a gift and make it less than a gift. (laughs) You don't have enough words to express the depths of frustration, so we go for the biggest one. Not enough. Here's the point. God leads us out of the land of not enough and says, learn to live in the land of abundance. That's what Jesus was all about. I came that they might have life and have life abundantly. This has nothing to do with carrying burdens or obeying laws. It has everything to do with receiving gifts and giving gifts to others. And I just wonder how this would transform the way we see the world. What if we prayed that God would take everything that felt like a burden and a commandment and turn it by his spirit into a gift? Isn't that at the heart of the gospel? Doesn't God take our burdens, our burdens of sin and shame and grief, and in Christ make them gifts for healing and renewal and forgiveness? Isn't that at the heart of church too?
those things we used to carry as 500-pound loads, they become something we share with one another, only to be transformed into a gift of compassion and empathy. What if the commandments aren't burdens, but are gifts? What if they are precious and sacred words meant to disclose the mystery at the heart of God? to heal us from the inside out, to dig out all the false words, all the language of not enough, until we find ourselves face to face with the truth, face to face with God, who says, I never want to burden you. I only want to heal you, to make your life a blessing, a place of mystery and grace, a word of healing poured out for the world. Amen.